Hello, welcome to Panda Spaces. I hope you enjoy the content in each episode. Remember that these were recorded live during a Twitter space. So at the beginning of each episode, there might be a few minutes of music. Feel free to fast forward or skip to the next chapter and enjoy. Thank you. Nigga, white people have snatched the stamp. 
This year, I'll probably go to the awards that but damn, watch Iggy win the Grammy as I try to crack a smile. I'm just playing. But all good jokes contain true shit. Same rope you climb up on and hang you with. But not Jermaine, my aim too sick. I bang, nigga. I came to bring the pain. My brain too quick. You see how I maneuver this game? I ain't stupid. I recognize that life is a dream. And I dream lucid and break the change and change minds from verse at a time and claim too sick. And fuck it, it's a shoe fit. Who's the king? We are kings. Kings of ourselves, first and foremost. While the people debate who's the king of this rap game, here comes little old Jermaine with every ounce of strength in his veins to snatch the crown from whoever y'all think has it. But rather than place it on his head as soon as he grabs it, poof, boom, pow, like magic. With a flash and a bang, the crown disintegrates and falls to the earth from which it came. It's done. Ain't gonna be no more kings. Be wary of any man that claims, because deep down he clings onto the need for power. The reality, he's a coward. Ultimately, he's scared to die. Sometimes so am I. But when I'm in tune with the most high, I realize the fear lies in my lack of awareness of the other side. Today I know that we are the same, all the same, you and I. A different kind of skin, different set of eyes, two different minds, but only one God. For all the kings. Because I know deep down every poor just want to be loved. So <clears throat> I'm in my uh, mobile studio at the moment. And I just realized, like, as I was driving, I got to go pick up my daughter, that I just played a J. Cole song on accident. And that wasn't even the Russ song. <laughs> oh, no. So I'll I'll uh, have to play the Russ song on the way out or something. I'm so sorry. But once J. Cole's uh, rocking and rolling, it was hard for me to, to just uh, interrupt him on that. <laughs> so that was our welcome introduction, Scott. Uh, Fire Squad song by... J. Cole. I apologize about the mix-up. This is our last space on this book, my friends. All It's All in Your Head by Russ per Sparky's request, which I thought was a wonderful idea. These last three chapters just uh, closed it off nice, and I think we'll have a great discussion about the uh, you know last three chapters and then obviously maybe some final thoughts for the book. And don't be sad, Ichi. We got a new book coming up right after this one. We'll vote as a community. I'm excited. I'm ready for a little bit of a change up. And uh, I know everyone's probably itching for something new. So I'm excited. So before we hop into things, welcome to Bamboo Book Time. All information and insights are for general information and entertainment purposes only and is not intended to constitute legal, accounting, tax, investment, or life advice. And uh, <clears throat> these last three chapters, you guys, were really short. And really, the summaries are a little shorter, I guess. But we can just read through these last three on the link that is in the thread on the giveaway tweet. You can click on that link and follow right along. We'll just read these last three summaries and get into it. I'm excited, you guys. Let's just dive in. Chapter 16. <clears throat> I don't have my book here. I left it on my desk. Uh, it's titled The Dream is Living It. I believe, uh, shoot, what was the title of the chapter? Does anyone have the actual title of the chapters here? I believe it was, oh, shoot. I journey anyway. back to life. Back to life. And keep on going. 
Okay, there we go. So the journey, the dream is living it. Chapter 16 talked about too many people are waiting to arrive at success. They are suspending their happiness and fulfillment until they arrive at a destination that doesn't exist. The journey is the success. Trust the process. As long as you stay on your path and know where you're headed, you have to accept that any obstacle along the way is exactly where it is supposed to be. Let the world go and watch it all come to you, or fight it till the end and watch it. Watch what it does to you. You choose. Blind faith is your compass. When I was 15, my dad told me, you don't know how to be content. You'll get 20 Grammys and be pissed that you didn't get 21. He's right. I'm terrified of being content. I could go make my favorite song I've ever made tonight, and I will absolutely be satisfied and in love with it. But by the time the song is finished, I am already hooked on the idea of making a better one. Each favorite song I make doesn't make me stop. I think to myself, okay, that's it. I did it. I can retire. They are simply celebrations of the never-ending journey. The thrill of the journey is embracing newness as long as it is in sync with your purpose. Chapter 17. You will fail. The reality is that this isn't easy. It is not supposed to be. A certain amount of struggle is necessary in order to appreciate success. They will try to break you, but God forbid it happens, breakdowns create breakthroughs. Life is one big fucking contradiction. I'm sitting here telling you that it's all in your head, and yet I was losing to the thoughts in my head. However, in the middle of adversity is where you discover who you truly are. I could control my thoughts, what I put out into the world, and my behavior. I decided to trust that whatever happens is actually what is supposed to happen. I realized that this was all just part of my journey, and that it was going to contribute to making everything that much better in the long run. Besides, I don't want some smooth sailing career. Smooth seas do not make skillful sailors. When you are down and you rise up, you feel more powerful than you ever did. On the other side of adversity is strength. And the last chapter simply states, keep the faith. And uh, that's literally uh, what the real chapter said as well. (laughs) And then, if I remember correctly, his acknowledgments went something like this. I would like to thank myself. (laughs) I might be wrong, but... uh, it was it was definitely fitting for for his book and for the the belief in oneself and the the you know endless potential all all of it and I you know it would have been nice to maybe uh, throw in a few other real thank yous because I know he he meant it but uh, I I am taking that as a little bit of like an exclamation point on self confidence. Um, but yeah, it certainly fit with a lot of the vibe of, of him really believing in himself and, uh, thanking his success. And I, I just have a few final thoughts. I liked these last chapters. Um, I definitely disagree and it's not even a disagree with what he said, but it's just a different style of, uh, I guess it's just a different angle at looking at things, here's, here's, I guess, my thought for tonight, uh, before I jump into my questions, because those, those were also my thoughts. But my one big thought from these final chapters are, I have a hard time believing that things happen for a reason. I'm a big believer in 
beautiful chaos and that's what life is. And I love that there is, you know, my will, my creativity, my choices are not preset. I don't like the idea of destiny or fitting into a, a pre, uh, and, and you could, you could dive into my whole story to kind of get a, a glimpse into my struggles with these types of beliefs that things are planned for us or that we have a specific one calling in this world. I, I think we have a multitude of choices. I think we could go a million different ways and then some, and here's how I like to think about life is that not that things happen for a reason, rather I like to be able to find reason in anything that does happen. And that lets me find the beauty in shit things that happen. It lets me find the shit in beautiful things that happen. And it, it allows me a little bit of uh, giving myself a little bit of a break from the high anxiety that comes with fulfilling a mission, especially a God-given mission, can be really hard on some people, me, <laughs> and living up to that uh, can be really stressful. And so I, I like to uh, find reason in all things that happen. Like if my tire goes flat, it's like, I, I just don't see how this is a, a real important thing in the grand scheme of things. Is there a reason this happened? Like, oh man, a car crash happened five minutes up the road. That's the reason. It's like, well, shit, I can really find a million reasons of why my tire goes flat. And if I have a good outlook on the rest of the day, I can attribute all of it to a tire going flat if I want to, you know, and I can find reason and all these things. But to say that that happened to me for a reason, uh, it, it's almost, it almost goes back to the idea of like, there are people struggling to eat today and that the universe is like, giving me some little problem to like help me find a specific, very dialed in clue that the universe is trying to teach me. It's like, ah, I, I just don't see it as that complex of an algorithm, especially one that can see the future. Uh, if anything, the algorithm, <laughs> if we look at it like that is happening in real time, and I love the idea that a creative genius can butterfly affect the whole damn thing. So, and that's not me. Uh, I don't want it to sound like that. It's everyone. It's us. It's, it's all of us. And that gives me hope to believe in humans, that we can change the world, that we can achieve world peace, that we can achieve uh, really great things. Um, because there's a lot of like preset notions out there that like destruction will be the end. And I, ah, I don't know. I just have a hard time with any like preset anything. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that steps into dangerous belief talk. I I'm so sorry. I, I know I've like tried to uh, stay away from any beliefs, but this, this chapter and like the, the final thoughts for me, I guess that really pulled it out of me of like, man, do do I think things happen for a reason? It made me kind of analyze it again one last time, even though I've done this a million times, this conversation in my head, I really, really find way more peace and way more happiness. This is just how I like to put it. It's not even a belief system. It's not even what I believe to be true. It's 
what brings me peace and what brings me happiness is that I have the freedom to go about my day and anything that does happen to me in this chaotic existence, I very well can learn from and I can find uh, lessons in them. So I don't know if that's way off topic. And to bring us back on topic, I will ask the questions uh, that I came up for this for this uh, chapter, these three chapters, actually. So the, there was some good content. I could have uh, taken a, a few routes with like different questions and where to go with the, the three sample questions. But I kind of took uh, ideas from each of them. So question number one, Hold on, hold on. I'm on the go, so my, my refresh isn't as quick here. Uh, question number one. How does the concept of the journey is the success resonate with you personally? And I love that. I, I love the journey. Do you find it challenging to embrace the process and enjoy the present moment while striving for future goals? And that I don't know if I'm fishing with that question and, and if I'm revealing too much of what my answer is, but I love finding joy in the journey. Uh, and I love living in the present moment. I wish we could grasp it even more. <laughs> uh, question number two, how do you define and prioritize your purpose? Have you experienced situations where you had to make decisions that aligned with your purpose but required embracing the unknown? I liked that question, by the way. Question number three, share a personal experience of adversity that you faced and how it contributed to your personal growth. How did you navigate through that challenging period and what lessons did you learn from it? So <clears throat> I think I've given enough of my thoughts. I uh, certainly uh, hope no one feels like I look down upon the, the idea or the belief that things do happen for a reason. I appreciate that thought and I, I wish I could find happiness in that myself, but I think uh, my my personal chapters in my life have uh, led led me to different peace styles. <laughs> so please, if that if that is how you think, please don't be afraid that I'm going to uh, look down upon that idea. That's just me uh, really analyzing how how I like to go to bed at night, and those those types of thoughts definitely wind me up and uh, keep me from sleeping at night if, if I feel like I've, I'm that important in the grand scheme of things. So I really took a lot from the last book we read of uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. That really, that book really helped me find peace in not trying to feel so important. Uh, so yeah, I don't know, a few of my last thoughts, but I do love, uh, I will give some props to these final three chapters. Keep the faith. Boom. I, pff, you can't argue. You can't argue with that last chapter. It's so, it's so simple, and it's it's beautiful. Like really, keep the faith. You you've got to. There's got to be some hope. There's got to be some faith. And and then your, uh, I don't know in Shep's pyramid uh, where those lie, but you know principles and values and everything. Uh, you've got to you've got to trust in your your system and your values, your purpose. And I really do like the ideas in these last three chapters. Um, the only thing it doesn't even rub me wrong. I, I just want everyone to be aware that uh, I think there there are a couple different ways of thinking about life. And if, if things are planned out and you have a purpose, I love that. And it's beautiful. That's just, that's just a uh, side note about Lane. I grew up in a very heavily uh, religious conservative home and it, it uh, messed with me. <laughs> so, 
just know where I'm coming from. And I, I certainly, uh, all my best friends, I live in Boise, Idaho. All of my best friends are, uh, very heavily religious and it, it doesn't affect my, my, uh, friendships at all. So I, I, uh, hope I didn't go too far into that. I just want to, I want you to know where I'm coming from, I guess, with, uh, prescribed or, or preset destinations. I, I like Bruce Lee stuff. I like going with the flow. I like chaos that you can control and slow down yourself and manage and navigate and and find beauty in and so yeah i guess uh in the spirit of final thoughts final chapters those are some of my kind of wrap-up thoughts with this whole book i guess so uh angry sheep club my friend i i uh it's been a minute since i invited you up as speaker and and it's usually first come first serve for the co-hosts that that i always have rolling up here so it's good to have you as a co-host tonight how are you doing first and uh what are your thoughts on on the last three chapters these these ideas and and the book itself my friend thanks buddy um I'm a bit disappointed because I have my notebook and I was ready to take some financial advice. And then you have the fucking disclaimer, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. I yeah. love, I love Shep. short Pepe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love it. Shep's always coming in with jokes. I, I love the serious tone. Like he, we always think he's going to say something serious, but we know your tricks now, Shep. We know your tricks. <laughs> yeah. When when uh, when you talk about the purpose, of course, for me, that's that's the top of the pyramid. You know, uh, it's easy to get caught in the action, and you know, materials tough. But we are, we are spiritual, physical, material. We are everything. So yeah, purpose for me, you know the big why. When um, when we talk in business, anyone in business, you need to know your fucking why. You know, if you don't know it, yeah, it will cost a lot emotionally and uh, mentally. It will cost a lot, of course. And I don't remember what is the first question again. It's like uh, this is what I want to talk about. Let me just pick the first question back. Is where um, how does the concept of the journey is the success resonate with you personally? Yeah, uh, I'm that kind of guy. You know, it's like the journey is important, and but I. The goal is fucking important because I'm always result oriented. So I, I like to have a vision. I like to have a specific goal. And that specific goal, I'm aiming on it like a fucking laser beam. But I know if I get lost, if I lose myself just focusing on the outcome, on the future, I'm losing myself. I need to be in the moment. So that's why for me, the only way to live in the present, okay, I'm looking far away because I know where I'm going, where I'm heading, but fuck, it's one step at a time. So I need to focus here and now. So 
how I feel about that. What is my intuition? You know, there, there's a lot of information there. And yeah, so for me, the journey is very important. But I think it's not the journey or the goal or, you know, the goal or the journey. It's everything. But I, when you achieve a milestone, achieve a goal, okay, party. That's fun. We talked about that last time, I think. You know, uh, when you have a success, do you do something positive? Do, what do you do with those big or small successes? So, yeah, I focus on a goal. But that's so important where you put your your feet, you know, where are you going? And it's like with your GPS, man, okay? You, you put your coordinate, you have three points to center for the GPS to have an end goal. But along the way, if there's construction, if shit happens, you need to re- redirect, you know? You recalculate, you you take another path another way so that's why for me that's so important because okay you have this target this goal you want to achieve so along the way because in the process we grow along when we go what if when i reach you know half half of the the path half of the journey with everything I acquire, all the new information, probably I'll be adjusting the goal, you know, anyways. So with experience, we know we we achieve some goal, but there's no end of it. So, you know, the show must go on. So it's it's an ongoing process. I cannot imagine I will aiming, I will aim on a success or on a goal, not caring about the, the, the journey. I think I've I may have done it a long time ago, but it doesn't make sense now for me. Awesome thoughts. <clears throat> and Shep, I was curious, he he talked about purpose and how we can shift a bit, making sure that our decisions are in line with our purpose. I liked that chapter. I thought it was pretty it was pretty good. And uh, how would you critique his his observation of the purpose, uh, looking at your your pyramid, uh, he kind of is, is on the right track there. Wouldn't you say with that chapter? Yes, because when you look at the logical level pyramid and the purpose, that's the why, the big why, that's the thing above all, you know, that's, and the pyramid and it's very scientific and you can prove it the way you want, challenge it all you want. I'm telling you, that's the real shit, okay? I've been working with that in neurolinguistic, in, in NLP. There's a lot of uh, approach. We use the pyramid, you know, to resolve a lot of issues. It's We always work through these levels one way or the other. So the every, uh, uh, every level above our imposing themselves on the level below so you you cannot impose to the purpose the purpose imposed on everything else you know you talk about religion earlier okay so you know people when they really believe in god god is higher than yourself you know when people okay let's just for a minute 
let's imagine you know imagine someone who is very religious but this person say they hear god you know they hear a god telling them what to do so the the purpose in the logical level that's the what is bigger than yourself say it's what is you know what is bigger than you because below the purpose that's the identity you know like you who are you above you that's what is bigger than yourself so it can be if if we talk business with an entrepreneur or a corporation i will use the purpose as you know for the the big why and the identity you know we play in the vision here for a personal for pers- someone personally the the why the purpose or god it's what's higher than yourself like life whatever you want to put there so if someone is saying i hear god god is telling me what to do first i think this person have a separation they hear something else so that's kind of dangerous if people say they hear someone telling them what to do and they have to do it but my point is why it's so powerful and why there's people who go at war or kill people because of that this is because the purpose the why when you see the why disconnect from yourself you are like the puppet of your own beliefs because you have the sense in the logical level the purpose we call that the sense okay what is the what's the sense of life for you what's bigger than yourself then you have identity after that you have value and beliefs okay and the beliefs are very powerful so these these three levels are the the, the top level that that's what rules the life of per, of of someone so the sense, the purpose, that's so powerful. If you're not aware yourself of your purpose, and if you think it's some something else telling you what to do, you become a, a danger for society, in my opinion. If you connect with your purpose and you feel it, this is what I call, when I call, you know, you're passionate. You do what is your passion in life. And when you're connected with your purpose, Man, you usually you will have an inner motivation. You self-generate your own energy. You are unstoppable because this is when you connect with your purpose and this will naturally help align all the levels and this will have a huge impact in your life. This is a real fact. I know I've been there all the time. I am there all the time. This is where I mainly connect all the time. And um, yeah, it's it's the source. When I talk about being connect connecting, you need to connect with your inner self. When I talk about connecting with the source, when I say being aligned with your passion, value, and who you are, this is all about the purpose. We need to start there. When it's done, I'm telling you, you're unstoppable. That's a fact. Got me fired up here, Shep. That was great. <laughs>
I knew <clears throat> I uh, was reading through that second to last chapter and, and definitely thought of you. There's definitely some key words now that when I hear them, I, I, I hear Shep's voice in my head. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that was great. Thank you. Sparky, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I know you, you've got uh, some good thoughts in your head for, for the chapters and for the book in general and for any principles from these. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> make the fart noise. Um, I I wanted to touch on something that you said earlier with the whole um, everything happens for a reason thing. Now, as someone who doesn't believe entirely in um the universe predetermining everything, because I mean, as we've discussed in the past, and as I've said in the past. How can you say that, like, children starving in, in Africa or, like, some child that has leukemia, it was, it was done for a reason. But um, I do feel like that, that everything does happen in our life for a reason. It's not necessarily by design, but it's done in such a way to build you to the person who you're meant to be. So... It's it's not that it's predetermined in any way, and I and I do like how you put it. You're you're trying to make sense of everything that took place in your life, and it. If you think about it, at the end of the day, the person you are today is because of all the shit that's happened to you in your life, whether it's good shit or bad shit. Um, that's been what's basically made you who you are. So whether you were abused as a kid or you won the lottery or you were like a very good in sports or whatever, whatever the, the thing is that you're dealing with or you've dealt with in your past. Um, it's something that's happening for a reason to build you up to the person who you, you are today. Um, it helps build your character. It helps make you kind of who you are. And, and when it comes to the journey, I think that's that's what part of it is and all this adversity that we face in life um the the I mean obviously we we struggle through it and I mean I've I've explained to some um detail not not getting too in depth that I've been going through some own shit on my own recently that's been very difficult for me to try and get through and Again, it's not something that I'm, you know, thinking the universe is putting on me for a reason. It's just it's happening for a reason. And I may not know what that is until uh, a specific time in my life to be like, oh, yeah, this helped me get to this point or whatever. So it's never it's never always clear. And again, I don't think it's on this grander scheme of the because the, thinking that way, in my opinion, is very self-centered and narcissistic thinking that the universe revolves around you or however you want to put it because that's basically the thought process that you're thinking in that that instance is that everything's happening to me because the universe planned it that way sort of thing and you if you don't think about the grander scheme like we mentioned all the kids and everything all the, all the suffering that's in society the people getting murdered and whatever 
Um, if you don't think about them and think about the grander scheme of the world, um, again, it's, it's a very self-centered focus. The one thing that I will say about the chapter, um, that the journey in, in general, I mean, they're very contradictory chapters back to back, both of them dealing with the journey and, and one being about blind faith, which I fuck that don't follow anybody on blind faith. Do your research. We talk about that with uh, with NFTs a lot and crypto a lot. Don't ever just jump into something because someone said, you know, and you you have blind faith on that person. That's not a good mentality to have. <laughs> you can lose your your whole bankroll if that's the case. But thank, um, you, thank you for tying that into Web three. Also, I actually thought about that. Also, I completely forgot about that line, and I thought about Web three. Also, I was like, uh, I don't know, DYOR maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the the journey is is the the like story of life that 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 is your life is the journey, and unfortunately, it's one thing that we don't talk about enough and normalize enough. We shy away from discussing it in any way. Is the ultimate end of every journey is death? Like, so you could be the most famous person that's out there. You could. Um, pump out a hundred thousand songs. You could, uh, you could be just some dude who works in a computer shop. Nobody here that I'm trying to. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, my my point being, <laughs> he knew this. <laughs> the, the point being that, like, you could be as big or as insignificant as a grain of sand on an endless beach, and at the end of the day in a hundred years, is anybody really going to remember you? So, I mean, you can try your hardest to try and make as big of an impact, but try, try your, and this is, this is my opinion, obviously, but try your best to make as big of an impact on your own life, whether that's through raising your kids or whatever, whatever you feel you need to do to make an impact on yourself and those around you as, as narcissistic as that might sound, it's the, ultimately that's, that's all you can really um, achieve in, in life or hope to achieve. Um, trying to make a name for yourself that'll last through the ages. I mean, there's very few people. If you think about how many humans have come before us in history, there's very few people who make it to the pages of history. And, um, even even some that do, they're not remembered for a long term or remembered properly for what they've done. So I feel like trying to strive for greatness in that sense is as great as it can be. Um, it's it's not something that we should all be looking forward to on a lifelong goal. We should just try to be as great as we can be in our own right. Um, and whether that makes an impact or not is a, is a, it's a great bonus. Um, as far as the, the second chapter that we read with, um, back to life and, and going through, you know, ups and downs. And, and I mean, I kind of tied some of that into with what I was saying, but again, it, it's, it's very weird to have this entire book of him talk about all this stuff that is very narcissistic and very, uh, ego driven. And then in the end, acknowledge to some degree, some, some minor failings of his, 
without even actually discussing it in depth that you just like, you know, I had some drama and, and I got past it because I realized that it was uh, stupid and they were wrong. And it sounds like, I know I've, I've talked about in the past narcissistic personality disorder and borderline personality disorder. Not that I'm a psychologist anyway, but um, knowing what those are and the type of people that, or the type of traits that those people have, it sounds very much like he has these traits just from the entire book that we've read. And I don't know him. I've never talked to him. So I can't say that for sure. And I've, again, I'm not a psychologist, so I can't say that for sure. But the, the whole thing of him talking about this um, controversy that he had to deal with um, and how, you know, fans of his that he helped build or he helped or not helped, but he, he got on his own and he fought hard to make them fans or whatever came at him um and <clears throat> him saying you know it was very tough and then i had to go off on my own and then i realized you know they were wrong and whatever i mean if anybody doesn't know the controversy that he he had was he tweeted a, a picture of himself wearing a shirt saying how much zans and lean which are basically drug and alcohol sort of related stuff do you have to do before you realize you're a fucking loser so he tweeted a picture of him wearing this T-shirt, and it was like a lot of people in that community, basically, the, the hashtag for a long time was Fuck Russ. Um, and even J. Cole, uh, J. Cole had a, I mean, you played a song tonight, um, J. Cole and Lil Pump apparently had some beef. I don't follow any of this shit, so I, this is stuff that I just read tonight, but um, J. Cole and Lil Pump had some sort of beef, and they ended up settling their issues in an interview and then Little Pump ended up tweeting afterwards, me and J. Cole are cool now, so now it's fuck Russ. Like, if you don't acknowledge your your bullshit and realize that you're in the wrong, I think that says something about you as a person. And, I mean, I, I haven't really liked this book at all, just the, the whole reading of it. And again, with what you said about the, the ending, it literally says, acknowledges acknowledgements first and foremost i would like to thank myself like it's very narcissistic and i just i don't agree with a lot of the messages that have been said in the book i don't agree with a lot of how he's come through with everything and again i feel like the last two chapters they're both very contradictory um and it's just it's it, it rubs me the wrong way i mean He's talked about his mom. He's talked about his dad. He's talked about like the the some of the adversity that he's had to deal with. He doesn't even thank Bugis. He doesn't even thank his parents. Like it's just it it's a very fucked up mentality to have to think that you, like your only acknowledgement for this book is yourself. Um, and, and even the entirety of the book, a lot of it is stuff that his mom would have probably said to him or taught him at some point, um, which would have helped fuel his ideologies and, and things like that because his mom being a life coach and um, doing a lot of this similar stuff. It's like, you didn't come up with this shit on your own. Somebody helped you learn this. So you can't sit there and, and think you're the only person that is feeding this, this like, I, I thank my parents for who I am today. I think I thank my grandparents for who I am today. Um, we, we 
we are sons of their teachings. We're sons of their, their failures, their faults. Um, we, we, we can't ignore that stuff. And that's all part of the journey that we're going through in life. I mean, even me as a father, I, I'm trying to raise my son as best as I can. And it's, I mean, I, I realize where I'm making, making, uh, faults and making mistakes and, um, trying to do better at that stuff. And, um, it, it, it's, again, it's part of my journey as, as a parent. Um, and I, I feel like if we're trying to make our way in life, trying to be better people that, that comes from stepping outside of ourselves and not focusing on um, narcissistic things, realizing that there are other people who have helped us get to where we are or yeah, where we, where we are. And there's other people who we have helped or, or we are helping shape in that right as well. So I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, and, and to sum up, just obviously I, I hated this book with a passion and I, I actually really liked the previous book. Um, I, I bought a, a copy of that other book for my mom and um, it's ironic because she, she messaged me and she said to me a while later that um, she actually really enjoyed that book and she's actually distanced herself from social media and news just because of how um, much misinformation is fed from that stuff and, and how she's tired of that, that negativity that's being fed and, and she's trying to focus more on things that she needs to focus on because of that book. And I mean, that was the great summation of that book is, is, um, the, the subtle art of not giving a fuck, but choosing what to give a fuck about. And, and that's where she's trying to focus her attention is what she wants to give a fuck about and not giving a fuck about the other stuff. And, and I feel like uh, personally, I took a lot more from that book than this one. I feel like this one was like we've said many times over, it's more geared towards those who are trying to be um, famous in some right. But even then, I don't think it's good advice. I mean, you ask like any celebrity that's out there, and I doubt they would give you the same advice. Even someone who's like like Jay Z, who's like one of the richest rappers in the world, <laughs> I highly doubt he'd give the same advice. So I don't know. It's it it's just something that. I feel like this book has been more of a drag for me than anything. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of done ranting about it at this point. You know, your explanation of things happening for a reason is the most uh, easy to swallow transition between the, the two ideas. And, and you helped me, you helped me mesh them together a little bit more, uh, knowing that you are an analytical type, you like stats, you like proof, you like the scientific method. I, I really liked hearing that from you actually, Sparky. Thank you for that. And then I had a question. Um, I, I was kind of my, my, I guess I had a few things run through my head when you were mentioning a few people make it to the history books. Um, you know, that got me thinking about narcissistic evil people that make it to the history books because as you were going through the list, I was thinking, well, yeah, and some people that aren't even that good make it to the history books. And it got me thinking, do you think 
this this path to fame and making it to the history books that is important to some people um and taking the the good route the the angelic route and doing good for the world it's damn near impossible to get to the history books being in that category but you can you can drum up some real evil shit and make it to the front page real quick right so do you think I don't even know where I'm going with this, but do you think that drives some people this this fame slash fortune desire? Will, will it? Because I, I mentioned you mentioned the word dangerous, so the danger in wanting fame so bad that you might even you might even uh, I'm even thinking of like Twitter influencers. Shit, you'll you'll really like pull some shady moves or say some really nasty shit for engagement even, right? Like at, at what point does it tip, uh, for someone that wants fame so bad that they might not stab a few people in the back to get it even. So I don't know where, where I'm even going with this, but I, I liked that idea that you, we do need to be careful with, uh, and, and this goes back to what Shep was saying also of, of what our purpose is, who or what it is, what it's based on, uh, and Shep also mentioned the dangers of of letting someone else control you. So, man, Bruce Lee had a few great chapters on that as well, and being really careful with any type of authority, and obviously uh, being a citizen of a country uh, that that steps more into politics than than belief. But and, and you got to deal with that uh, just as much. But anyways, just some you you got me thinking in different uh, tangents there, Sparky. Thank you. I mean, it, it is a very deep conversation that we could have, and it could get very controversial very quickly if you say the wrong things in the conversation. So it's it's definitely a conversation that is is worth having if you're amongst people who are able to have a, an intellectual conversation on a neutral ground without getting um, offended over things being said. Because... There's there's times where if if facts are spoken or num- numbers are spoken or things like that, it it doesn't matter. It, it can it can affect people and, and piss them off, and especially if they're sitting on one side over the other. I mean, we have biases in our life that drive uh, our core beliefs in a lot of things, and I mean, you could talk about any avenue whether it's religion or politics or whatever, and that can definitely make things heated. But the, the one thing that I will say, and it looks like Pushin's having issues connecting tonight, um, I, think there's, I think there's an issue with Twitter in general tonight, uh, before I go on finishing what I was saying, um, because even the space on Twitter itself is still showing as um, uh, set a timer or set a, set a whatever for it. Um, even though it's past the time, it's like set a reminder for it. So I think Twitter is bugging out tonight and we're having some issues with the the space in general. But, um, one thing I will say about history in general to kind of sum up your question to some degree is to think about it. The, the history books are written by the victors. So they are a hundred percent skewed to the victor's point of view. And, 
it doesn't matter what as- aspect or avenue of, of history that you look at, something is going to be taken out of context or skewed to one side over the other. So, of course, they're going to vilify people to the tenth degree. Like they, they're they're going to make people look worse than they may have actually been. Um, now that's not, that's not to say that we don't have villains in our history, but as as someone who again like like you said is very analytical i tend to try and see both sides and find the middle ground because that tends to be where reality lies i i try to not take one bias over another and as we said earlier do our own research and kind of see what i take away from both sides of the story if, if there is even a second side there's not always a second side so it's it's something that I try I've tried to do and I try not to get to. It's why I'm able to have an intellectual conversation without getting um, offended or in your face or argumentative. It, it's because it's it's just I, I try to see both sides and, and understand where everybody's coming from before I kind of see the middle ground of wh- what's going on. But again, we could go in in so depth with this and it would it would piss somebody off I, I know that for a fact i mean we've had conversations in the past where it was a very um very cordial conversation very calm conversation and that still set people off so um it, <laughs> you you really have to be careful in in some circles on, on what you say or how you say it um and and even then it, it still could be taken the wrong way and, and you could, you could be vilified then. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to say. Like it's, it's definitely, I mean, there's, there's one person in quote history who took the angelic route, like you said, and didn't write anything about themselves or didn't do anything evil. And, there's a lot of controversy over that that same person, and I mean that's Jesus. And now I don't follow the Bible, I don't follow religion in any way. But here's someone who's supposed to be God's son, and there's a whole like scripture based off of this person. Um, and again, we could get really in depth with this, but um, there's there's one person that was angelic, but there's a vast majority of of people in the history books serial killers murderers warlords however you want to put it who are vilified in the history books and it's it's an unfair representation to some degree but i also feel like there are some people out there who will take the 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 negative route to have their name put in lights. I mean, we do have mass shooters who go out there and, and they, they want to be famous. They want to have their name um, spread all over the internet. And I feel like we as a society really shouldn't be doing that. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be plastering because it, it does kind of, like I said, this could go real deep. Um, it, it does kind of give that, uh, more motivation to people who have any kind of me- mental issues or any kind of narcissistic tendencies tendencies that want to have their name in the headlines. But those type of people don't necessarily live long unless we keep plastering it and keep um, shoving it in everyone's face. 
Um, and the more we talk about these people, the, the more we, we, um, solidify them in the history book sort of thing. So, I mean, you, you think about just in general, from your own family standpoint, how many people from your past, your, your grandparents, your great grandparents, um, your aunts and uncles, your cousins, how many people have done amazing things in their own, um, own world, their own realities. I mean, we all live in one reality, but their own, their own lives. And they're not in any history book because of it, but they're in your history book. And that I think, think is way more important to us than trying to get into the grander, um, history books. But it is very narcissistic in in my opinion to try and get into any history book it's it's just that's like what narcissism is you're trying to make uh, you're you're trying to make yourself the center of attention basically um sorry long-winded rant on that one no that was great those were the the thoughts i was thinking as well and i i agree uh this this conversation really could go some some interesting directions and i like how you prefaced everything that it can get it can get uh hard to have those conversations and i i think that that speaks volumes also about just human nature and yeah good thoughts sparky dap what are you thinking and then i see pushing peas uh finally up here we'll go to you next after dap well i feel like everything that's needed to be said has been said about this book uh I feel like the book kind of makes uh, just, you know, kind of one topic that, you know, um, here we go, you know, Breezy, you there? Oh, okay. So uh, I feel, I feel like, uh, the the whole thing I said about fame and fortune that I feel like this is someone that's pursuing fame and I feel like it's different, you know, um, two different routes that can be taken for people to become, you know, become famous ultimately. Um, whether you're, you know, building blocks of business to get to fame through riches, or I feel like, uh, that a lot of artists, a lot of artists, and of course, you know, there's like the legends out there that like, you know, Sparky had brought up Jay-Z and stuff. Those are the ones that sustain, maintain, you know, the entire music industry somehow. And that that's a business within itself. Um, but there's those, you know, one hit wonders and stuff, you know, that just pop up and, you know, they, I, who knows what happens? Is it, is it because they blow all their money on, you know, the things that are outside of their means or do they, you know, I don't, I don't, I haven't really looked so much into where Russ is now, but, um, I feel like it's just, you know, someone preaching, Hey, go do it and, uh, get over whatever's holding you back sort of thing. But, you know, and mostly without looking at consequences. <laughs> so. I love it. Thanks, Dap. I uh, I think we're all kind of foaming at the mouth for, for our next book. I like it. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's funny because I actually I wanted to talk about the book that I recommended to you in a, in a segue about uh, this, but I, I forgot to fit it into my thing. Fit it in. But just in general, dealing with um, like like you said, um, different societies, different countries, different. Um, religions different whatever there's a lot of um us in in society right now who are brainwashed um to whatever degree it doesn't it does like everybody's brainwashed you're fed information from your parents from whatever to some degree everybody has some brainwashing that they think everything that they believe is right and righteous and whatever um and so the book that I had recommended to Lane um, was one that I, I heard while I was watching a YouTube video. Um, I actually forget which video it was, but it was about um, – oh, crap. Let me find the book title here. Um, Combating Cult Mind Control and the Guide to Protection, Rescue, and Recovery from Destructive Cults. And it's it's – Something that the person who recommended it wasn't so much because they had gotten um, sucked into a cult or anything like that, but it was they they were reading um, they were reading it because of it helping to deprogram you from everything that you see on a day to day basis that in essence can brainwash you to some degree, whether it's shit on Twitter or, um, you know, something that your family believes in that may not be what you believe in. I mean, I, I look at Twitter on a daily basis and you see how many people are posting shit from the dem or the, the liberal side of things and then posting shit from the conservative side of things. And, People are like, oh, I'm I'm conservative, and other people are like, oh, I'm liberal, and they, they believe wholeheartedly in it. But if you listen to kind of the way people talk, at the end of the day, we all have very similar views, just one or two things that are outliers that are different. So you're not entirely conservative, or you're not entirely liberal. We we all kind of fit in the middle ground to some degree, and a lot of it winds up being brainwashing, and, and it kind of is one of the reasons why I thought it would be a good read for us to kind of dig, dig into. I haven't read it myself, but um, I, w- I was interested in it because I thought it would be a good um, thing for us to maybe try and deprogram us to some degree and, and, and um, try and see the middle ground, as I was saying earlier, instead of seeing one side over the other. I love it, Sparky. Thank you, good sir. I would love to uh, live in a world where we can protect each other from misinformation. Shit, that would be awesome too. And and Shep talks about that a lot to protect yourself to learn to learn how you can be manipulated or uh, brainwashed or even uh, persuaded or hypnotized. And and it's interesting to learn those tactics. So that you can protect yourself and, and be on the be on the lookout. So I know that that's pretty in tune with uh, Shep liking us to be aware of how uh, hypnotism principles work as well, right, Shep? Yeah, it's and just to to be more specific. Yes, to everything you just said, except 
let's do a small adjustment. I never talk about protecting yourself against anything because the intention of protecting yourself is self-destructive. It doesn't seem that way, but it is. So it, it we need to talk about it more deeply if we want to go in that specific why I'm talking about that. Let's say when you you when you empty your glass, okay, let's say you have a glass half full, half empty, depending on the belief and stuff. Like Sparky said, you you you, you learn a lot of shit in your life. You, you're bombarded with marketing, with a lot of sh- people wants wants you to do a lot of things. So they there's a lot of people using strategies to manipulate you. And when you talk about politics, okay, someone when and I never say that ever. When someone says, "Oh, I'm a left, I'm I'm a lefty, I'm a right, you're a liberal, or whatever you want to say," that's the, the that's the way it they use identity and the sense. The government have people psych psychologists paid on payroll just to give some recommendation for the the communication because a country. The country wants to control the population. They want to craft the identity of the citizen. Okay, they use that. And you don't need to protect yourself. You just need to be aware. And it's imagine you you full you 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 empty your glass and you 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 full it back again, but consciously. So you are full you are complete okay when you are yourself and you are fully aware of who you are and how you work then they try to fill your glass but what happened when you try to fill a glass that is already full it's going away you know it's not coming in your glass that's this angle i don't know if it's clear but that's the only way i see it now it's as clear as mud what? I didn't got it. It's as clear as mud. <laughs> oh fuck! But that—that's how it works. But okay, you can fill your glass with mud, and it—I guess it will do the trick for for a bit. No, same thing he did. He just got. It. So he either start over or he just leave it. <laughs> I think Breezy's having some network issues. <laughs> yeah, yep, Breezy. Let's let's catch you while you while your mic is working. See if we can get a good connection. Uh, the mic is yours. Go ahead. Sound check. One two one two. Sound check. It works. I I, I saw the thumbs up. So okay, 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 okay. Uh, okay, fair, first thing, like, I can notice is that Sparky, he's got his spark on tonight. Like, it's a mild spark, like, because it's, like, happy sparks. Because, like, I can see his, like, a little 
excited to like be done with Ross because like it was in this Ross book I like I really saw that Sparky has an interest in like uh point of view on life like uh an interest in mine I'm like what has what person been through what what was was this person like like you gotta be like like on like the same kind of like fucked up level with Shep, but Shep has a whole lot of years to account for that. But he, I'm like, damn, what has Sparky seen? Because like Russ says one thing, and he's like, damn, this guy is just like wrong. And you can't say Sparky's wrong because he has effects. Like he has everything to show. Like I'm like, man, you just like fire. So like I really like how you talk. I look forward to the next book. I'm sure uh, the next book, uh, sorry, the book Sparky was talking about is going to be a little interesting for Shep because he likes to play around that field. So hopefully around because, yeah, I like a whole lot of like uh, facts littered that are not really facts. It's just like popular. So it's uh, like like it's like popular opinion and everybody feels like just because it's popular that like because you don't know where it started and you don't know when it's going to end important and you should hold it to standards but it doesn't really have the metrics for standards so if you're looking for something to give standards just like he said you 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 have to go like deeper into things that uh, have more meaning because if you actually if you really say you want to be something like you want to you want to feel like you have standard then you have to first of all like how do you get standard like standard has to be seen in you by who obviously you can see by yourself but how much good are you going to do for yourself to others so there are others involved you show them standards by like true standards not just like popular opinion you show them like Something just like Sparky does, he will put forward a point and he's going to like factually explain it. And no one can really like dispute or like you might not really settle with it, but you don't also disagree. So at that point, you're going to know, okay, this person, this person is uh, different. It's not just I heard this or this is what it is. And that's what I'm telling you. It's no, this is how I feel. This is why I feel this way. How do you feel? And at the same time, using that as a reference, if you if you can like get another person to connect with you on a on a as I said, not popular but more personally discovered opinion that that you can back with facts, so that and some other like gestures can show. Okay, this person is worth some salt. And to that point, you're going to say, okay, how much salt is it worth? More people, because obviously more people, more opinions, more more thoughts. And if your, your opinions and your facts still prevail in the multitude of people, you know, okay, that's some sort of standard. It's not just uh, you have one million followers, you're popular. So, okay, all I got to do is have one million followers. Yeah, that does not really mean that you will you will say it's good to eat hamburgers all day long because you have one million followers and they like your posts when you post uh <laughs> hamburgers like every day 
doesn't mean that hamburgers are good because you don't you're you're not proving that it's good you just say okay i have the followers to say it's good and i say it's good so why is it not good nobody's saying it's not good but that's not really standards and i really noticed that way too much and i don't like it so i really look forward to like as he said protecting and fortifying my mind because a little bit like Andrew Tate, it's kind of like disgusting when people like try to force these uh, popular, these like, to me, it's kind of foreign foreign and alien. These uh, notions and air quote facts around because, yeah, it's not really factual depending because they're going to give you a base that, okay, this is the basis to support this fact. But if you go in and check out that basis, maybe attack it, you're going to see that, okay, there's something here that's just like, patch like we just say okay we just want to leave it like this and we're going to leave it like this then people are going to start building on top of that with their so-called facts and they're going to put it to the public like okay these are facts these are public opinions and just because you don't have the resources to disprove or to go into that you're like okay it's hard enough for me to eat to get good internet to get good electricity why would i care about your popular opinion if it gets me money Damn, I'm going to like, yeah, I'm going to support it. So I really feel like it's going to be important for people to actually have a means to, as he said, protect yourself. Because these th- these things can be dangerous, especially when you say you want to like go big in a certain way, like you want to have high standards. If you go by the popular opinion standards, those standards are not going to be very high. It's just like uh, something like workout ethics. Someone that just goes around like pumping, pumping, like you see people doing 100 kg deadlifts. You're like, okay, I want to bust that. I want to do that. I want to do that. You do do that. You do the bench presses, do everything. Like you spend eight hours a day in the gym. But compared to someone that, okay, in their house, they spend two, uh, no, one hour, 30 minutes, just like a different array of like uh, home workouts. You do your pull ups, you do your sit ups, crunches, planking. You're going to like fuel your body. If it comes down to some certain things, the home workout, like home trained, like tested, like I, I'm not even going to call you a bodybuilder because you're not building your body. You are you are protecting your body. You are fortifying your body and your mind. You're going to have way like better chances than someone that's just building dead weight. You're doing deadlifts and you're doing the, uh, uh, I don't go to the gym, so I don't know those things. But at the end of the day, yeah, you have all that bulk, but there's there's no substance to it. So it's really good to know what is actual substance. So I really like when people like Sparky come up, people like Shep come up, because they're going to like teach you, they're going to give you some things that you're going to like sit back and think and you're going to like, yeah, this this is something because you're going to spend like time, like opening, unraveling, like looking through, not just some some bullshit that served to you on a platter. Like, yeah, this is public opinion. Take it. I don't I don't really fuck with that. So I look forward to the black cat. For me. Oh, we're losing you, Debreezy. I think we caught most of it, though. Thank you for the love and the energy. And another person talking about the gym. I don't know. Maybe we talk. Maybe we read a health book. Something uh, new and fresh next. I like. I like uh, 
the gym and health talk. Sparky, Daph, and I, we've been uh, putting together the health community. Ooh, that could be good timing. Just a thought. Famo, do we have the luck and the privilege of connecting with Famo tonight? Are you there, good sir? Yeah, um, I'm here. I'm here. I woke up late again. Sorry. <laughs> I woke up late again. Try to stay up all night. It's at least. Even if I get uh, an hour, 45 minutes, or an hour, 30 minutes of the um, bamboo book time, it's, it's still um, worth it because I have to, because my eyes get to give me some signals if I don't have uh, or take enough sleep at the appropriate time. So I'm trying to make sure I have some at least five, six hours of um sleep each night so it's I, I listened to um Davis's um comment and I would I, I would just have to take um, a pattern shot towards the end because I have to do um a perusal of what everybody has discussed and also have um a reading so when it's towards the end when it's time for people's pattern shots I will I'll take my turn also Lane. We always appreciate having you here, Famo. And uh, yeah, the the book, I think, has been uh, a great conversation starter. I know it might, you know, not be Sparky's favorite, but Sparky, I got to ask you, have you have you taken away and maybe solidified some of your concrete principles and values? Has this book, while reading through it, Although maybe not your favorite uh, so far, um, can can there be any kind of testimonial to the fact of a book club, even based around a book I might not like, I'm still going to learn things and uh, and cement some things into my brain that I really like. I don't know. I, I don't know where I'm going with that, but do you kind of get where I'm going with that? I know, I know where you're going with that, and and the one thing that I will say to that is. I try not to cement too much in who I am or how I am just because we are human beings in an ever changing environment. Uh, and you have to be able to learn from every Avenue that comes at you. Um, whether it's adversity or triumph, um, the, the one thing that I will take away from it is despite, I mean, other people may argue that it's, it's not narcissistic in how it's written, but it just, the, the one thing that I solidify to it is that um, I, I can't stand narcissism. I can't stand that, that ideology. I can't stand people who are narcissistic. Um, even though sometimes I may come across that way, I try not to. Um, I try not to think of myself too highly. Um, I try to accept my and acknowledge my down my um, my faults and and my downfalls and, and everything that I have going, um, which is something that narcissists don't tend to do. Um, but the other thing that I will I will take, and I, I hope everybody takes from it, is based off of me not liking it um, and other people liking it is that 
in society, you're never going to agree on hundred percent with everybody. Not everybody's going to like something. Um, and you can't please everybody. Um, so in reality, you really shouldn't try to, um, you should try to do your best to live your life, how you see fit. And I know we're not at the final notes section, but this is just kind of my final notes on the book. Um, but yeah, it's, it's live, live your life to the best you can, but acknowledge that you will not always agree on stuff with people. Um, even if they're the best of friends, um, you're going to have a difference of opinion. And despite how much fact you may have behind one argument or another, um, some people just can't see facts as reality. And it's not your job to try and sway people to your side. And it's not their job to sway you to their side. Um, we are all individuals and we all have the ability to form our own opinions on things. And some of those opinions may be based on fact. Some of those opinions may be based on feeling and it's entirely okay for everybody to have their own opinions as long as they're not trying to force them on others and trying to um, change other people's lives to fit their own narrative. Um, I'm completely comfortable with you being who you are as long as you let me be who I am. And we're not um, here to, you know, try and combat each other or fight each other over nonsense or minuscule things. And that's, that's the one thing that I want people to take away from the, this book, even though it doesn't really have that message, just the message that I can't stand the book and other people liked its messages um, should show you that you're not always going to agree on things. And we, we shouldn't be trying to, I mean, I'm a part of this book club, right? And we aren't always going to like the books that we read. Um, you, you can, you can still read them and, and have a discussion about them. You may not enjoy them. Same thing. If we read uh, fictitious books that are, are like Lord of the Rings or whatever, um, and had discussions about them, not everybody's going to like the story. Not everyone's going to mesh with it. So as long as you keep reading and you keep, um, at least having the discussions, that's part of the, the process. I love it. Those were great final thoughts. And uh, why don't we just segue right into that? And maybe, you know, you you kind of kicked this off earlier also, Sparky. Why don't you uh, just maybe touch on what books here coming up you, you might be looking forward to or genre or, or topics uh, and everyone else on stage kind of keep that question in mind also if you're excited about something. I'm kind of excited about maybe a health topic uh that book that shep recommended last time i'm hoping that makes it to the voting board uh that's written by a good friend of my sifu which is so crazy so anyways that's that's kind of my in uh segue into final thoughts and maybe uh what we're looking forward to on the next round sparky anything you're looking forward to as, as someone who's dealt a lot with um the human body with what I've, I've gone through in my career and just health in general, I'm kind of burnt out on it, to be honest. Um, there's a lot of misinformation in the health world and in the, um, wellness, fitness, whatever you want to call it world. Um, a lot of 
as you and I have discussed in DMs this afternoon with what I, I've been writing today, um, there's a lot of bro, uh, how, how did you say it? There's a lot of bro science that's out yeah, there. Yeah, a lot of bro science. <laughs> right. And, and I feel like even, so to kind of touch on um, what I'm, I'm talking about to some degree, um, I started writing an article for our, our health and wellness uh, section of the server. Um, and I'm trying to give people as much basic knowledge on a subject that's trying to dumb it down enough that's understandable, but give as much information so that you can get as accurate of information that you can. Because when you Google the specific subject, it's very misinformed. Um, even the top hit on, on Google, when you type it in has like literal wrong information. Um, and so that seems to be a trend with health and wellness in general. So I'm not a big fan if the information is incorrect or wrong. And I mean, again, to kind of uh, go on a different tangent, um, I don't know if I've talked about my injury before, um, but I, I ended up going through a whole health and fitness craze about 10 years ago. I ended up tearing cartilage in my ankle doing yoga and a lot of it stems from yoga being a very fad driven thing where a lot of people were becoming instructors without actually knowing what they were teaching. And a lot of what they were teaching was anatomically incorrect, which would cause a lot of stress on joints and could cause way more injuries than they realize. And so I ended up tearing cartilage in my ankle because of the instruction that I was given by the yoga instructor. And it's stuff like that where we're, te we're teaching these people in incorrect things and then they're teaching people and then it's, it's just getting muddied down the line. So it ends up becoming a thing with phone, telephone basically. And there's no real regulation for stuff like that. Even with personal trainers and things like that, there's no real regulation. So anyone really could write something without having scientific knowledge backing it. And I mean, we could discuss health and wellness till we're blue in the face, but if you're not following basic anatomy, it's not going to be good for people. Um, this is one of the reasons why I'm not a fan of diets in general, because they, um, they're, they're trendy and fatty and they're not meant to actually be a, a self or a, a long sustaining thing. Um, so personally, I know I went on a bit of a rant, but personally, I'm not a big fan of health books in that sense. And I'm, I'm very much more intrigued in things on a mental nature because we're always students of the world and we're always learning. And so anything that has some sort of mental component or um, anything to that effect, I, I really think could be beneficial. And that's, that's where my, my brain is drawn to. But again, as I said earlier, I, I'll read anything that we decide because, you know, I'm a part of this group and I want to have an intellectual conversation with people. Um, but um, the book that I, I recommended to you, I think, is probably at the top of my list right now because I think that's a very intriguing conversation to discuss just about um, deprogramming. And maybe we will all take away from it similarly to how we took away from the um, subtle or not giving a fuck. 
Um, even people who thought they weren't going to like the book, I think ended up liking it more and, and were surprised by it. So I, I kind of hope that this one would have a similar effect. Um, the, the other ones that I, I would still recommend, even though I'm not a big, um, I'm not a big fan of the whole positive mindset and a law of attraction and all that stuff. Um, I think the Sarah books are another good one to, to read that kind of go in line with the how to win friends and influence people sort of mentality because it's more of a fictitious story about a little girl and she's being taught by an owl how to change her outlook on things, how to change her inner monologue, um, which is something we discussed in a previous uh, space as your, your inner thoughts. I think it was Might Man was, was discussing that. Um, and I think that would be a good, um, I think that would be a good book for everybody to take away from, even if they don't follow its teachings to the letter um, or books, because it's a trilogy. Um, again, not that I, I, I believe in the stuff that it, it talks about a hundred percent because some of it's like talking about, um, the universe and the faucet that the universe has of positivity that's constantly open. You're just blocking it and you need to learn how to turn your faucet on and let the flow go. And like, it's very, very wishy-washy to some degree. And, um, it, it could help you. It might be very beneficial in that regard if you if you like that type of stuff. But at the end, other end of the, the spectrum, even just helping you to change your inner monologue can be beneficial as well. And, and reading this book, even though it's a, a fictitious story about a little girl, it, it can help you kind of redirect your inner monologue to stop being so negative and, and try to be more positive, finding the positive things. Again, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think it's a, a great option, but, uh, those are, those are essentially four books. But, um, I think, I think of the Sarah books as like one, one giant book, essentially. Um, I think those are, are my top choices right now that, or, um, if we want to steer away from kind of the health and wellness side of things, um, something to do with finances because we are in a financial space. Um, I think dealing with that stuff can help educate a lot of people who may not um understand finances and and that sort of thing i like it i think uh fiction would be a lot of fun we've been hearing from quote unquote you know uh masters that are teaching us the secrets and it might be nice to take a break from someone giving us you know word for word their their thoughts and open up the conversation for a little bit of it could go this way or that way because you know how how do we translate the writing how how do we interpret what the owl was saying and and it reminds me of this principle from the book we've read uh, you know that could be fun that could be really fun and you're absolutely right uh health health and fitness might get us on some um may, maybe some long-winded uh no debates of sugar versus fats versus calories versus push-ups for you know and maybe we're maybe we uh we don't want to overdo it while we launch the health community so those are good thoughts i like that a lot actually because uh shit i'm liking the idea of something fiction to be honest that could be 
book number five. We haven't had any fiction. So anyways, good thoughts, good thoughts. Pushing P's got his hand up. What's up? <laughs> I like how Sparky is doing some some shepherd stuff. Like he's he's making moves we can't see because he's he's walking with the sixth brain, the the reptilian brain. You get me? <laughs> but um, personally, the thing is, like I'm not I'm not really the book type. I'm not really the reading type. But I actually, I really started this because at first it was, I stumbled upon these bamboo book times by mistake, if I'm correct, because it's like 4 a.m. in the midnight. So like one time like I was playing games, like, like I just came to Twitter, I saw it and like they were, I, I heard Lane reading. I was like, hmm, what's this? And I, I like, I saw everybody. I'm like, okay, I know, I know Pandemania. So like, I was like, okay, so what's this? I saw, I was like, okay, it's a, it's a book. They're reading, they're commenting, they're talking. I'm like, okay, this is good communalism, however the word is. So then I then got into it. So right now I'm like, okay, I'm not just here for the community. I could actually get into a couple books or so. So yeah, the fiction, sci-fi idea really like hit it off to me because yeah, I'm young. So obviously the science fiction and the whole science drama is a little poppy but yeah I'd, I'd actually like uh, like go for something a little more uh hooky because yeah there's the fitness there's the advice there's the mentoring all those are good yeah just like Lynn said the dose yeah like it's a it's a dose so we could I think we have like gotten enough shots of those so let's go to something else something catchy something more yeah that could get the blood flowing and we could use that blood flow to like get a couple more books out of the way but actually if i had to actually suggest a book to anyone it's gonna be the 48 laws of power because i think i actually started it but as i said i'm not a book person so i didn't go too far but if we ever uh, had the that chance- one sounds great actually bro i that one might be pretty heavy for our next one, though, but I really want to do that one at some point. Yeah. That's, the, that's the one that teaches <laughs> you how to do war, right? Basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's, how to it's do a lot life, like, man. It's a lot how like to do everything. Uh, Shep telling us. Uh, yeah. About, oh, never mind. Yeah, I, I think that would be good. Yeah, yeah about mind control, about propaganda, about yeah. you know, touch on that, Shep, touch on that authority. Anyways, keep going. Well, it's it, it's cool because like well, uh, uh, I heard about the book from so many places. Even my mom told me about it. That, like, it's uh, I I won't say the secrets to life. It's more about the facts to life. Like a little bit of what like the Bible is more. Uh, it's it's inclined on the guy and his son and the spirit. So there's that aspect. But the forty eight laws of power is like the forty eight laws of nature. It's it's like where you are and the rule books, like the guidebooks, like the things that go down and how they go down. Just as the uh, faucet thing Sparky was talking about, it shows you, okay, these are the, let's be figurative here. These are the 48 faucets. You know what each one does, how, in what quantity you want it, what, which, which, which you fall under, which you can even use, which you can access, 
based on who you are, what type of person you are, based on your current situation. Maybe you have to do some shepherd stuff. You got to level up your mind, your subconscious, so you could use some other faucets. So uh, it's, 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 it's a really, like, powerful book. So, yeah, it's a little too strong to, like, get into. Because, like, right now I'm, like, a little shaky when I'm talking about it. Because, yeah, it was that powerful of a book. So I really want us to revisit it. I didn't go far, like, a couple pages, like, five or six pages. And I was like, wow, so much. I was like, I'm going to practice the little I've read. Because, like, from page one, it's boom, straight at you. Like, this is what this is. Yo, are you this? Can you do this? Like, this is what these people do. So if you can't do this, then you can get your way with these other kind of people. So <laughs> it's it's a really strong book. Uh, a little too strong right now, to be honest. But I love the book. It's a great book. But let's go something more puppy, something more. I'm sure Chef wouldn't mind going for maybe something comedy, like comedy. How about comedy? Hey, great feedback, Pushing P. And you know what? That book, I really want to do that one at some point. I I, I might even at one point be like, we're going to do this one. No, I, I really want to keep it up to the community always, but I really am, am going to vote for that one in the future. That got me thinking about The Art of War. I don't know if you guys have read that one. That's kind of a well-known one. And then a very uh, similar title, The War of Art. Whew, I read that one. And I just haven't run into a lot of people that have heard of it. And interestingly enough, it's such a similar title of a more popular one, but yeah, the war of art. That's a really good one about creativity, uh, that I read shit, maybe 15 years ago, 10 years ago at, at the earliest, it's been a minute, but it's about breaking through like blocks of creativity. I, that would be kind of a fun one, but I don't know. I'm leaning towards some fiction. Have you, Oh, speaking of science fiction, I really loved, uh, Ender's game. I know the movie was terrible, but uh, the book is just fucking fantastic. <laughs> I loved it, and uh, fiction's kind of uh, winning in my in my head right now. Uh oh, Daph, what about you, my friend? All right, so I'll do a little closing thoughts, and then the books or book or whatever. Again, you know, I don't read for pleasure; I read for knowledge mostly. So. Um, Wait, what you don't I, read Fifty Shades of Grey? No, man. No. But knowledge is pleasure. If you get the right knowledge, it can be pleasurous. Yeah, you can you can learn how to pleasure through knowledge, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We can tell uh, we can tell Dap's wife isn't listening this time. I was thinking the not. same thing. <laughs> no. No, she finally got caught up, I think. So, uh, yo, yo, Dab, I yeah. am. I will have to report to your wife. I have to make a report. Oh, <laughs> I was sending an email that yo, look what Dab is talking about on the platform. Fifty Shades of What? Yeah. I'll start hosting one of those. What is it like? Uh, pure romance things. Before I know it, right? <laughs> Where they sell the 
Yeah, we're not getting into that. All right. So uh, what I took from the the Rust book was that uh, um, that see now you guys said all that stuff and now I'm like all like you know <laughs> I'm like a little hot, <laughs> flustered. Yeah, I can't remember shit. Yeah, me all fucked up. <laughs> all right, let me go back to the book then. So, so the book, uh, I actually have someone I know in my local town that has written a series of fiction called the Xanderverse, and I know his last name is Xander. So it might be something interesting to at least look at and see if that is something that we would want to do. And I believe that the he has the first book for free. And uh, I don't know how many there are, but he's trying to do some stuff on TikTok and like nobody's really looking at it and stuff. But he did all the illustration and artwork himself. He wrote the whole thing himself. It looks fucking phenomenal. It is so good looking. So I might like send you a link or something, Lane and Sparky and whoever else might be interested. Uh, if you are, then I can send it to you and then maybe I can get with him and see if he wants to actually like join the space or something and like talk about his book. So maybe that's something that'd be cool. Um, that would let me step up. Okay. That, that, that brought me back to what I learned. Okay. So, um, what I learned from the rest book was, um, so in, in order it, he doesn't really talk about it per se as much, but I would say that, it's going to definitely make me think more about stepping outside of my comfort zone to be able to grow. So, and that ties into something that Shep had like started talking about, but he never continued into it. But I feel like it may have been something along the ways of we didn't need to protect ourselves because if you're protecting yourself, then you're not going to be able to grow because whether or not the outcome is good or bad, you're going to find growth in both. So that's something that I feel that, you know, I'm going to start trying to put myself into more um, positions where I'm outside of my comfort zone, you know, with it more, more so in like social type things, not, not, you know, like I'm not going to climb fucking Mount Everest or something, you know, like and die. I definitely die. Like me and Sparky, we probably, you know, we just die. So, I, I'd 100% die. I'd oh, get I would too. Halfway and, and die halfway. Not oh, even halfway. No. Maybe, maybe we'd get first off the plane and die, probably. We, we'd <laughs> be trying to, yeah, we'd die. So, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, as, as far as like social and, and, and different things like that, uh, of course, like financially, I'm going to be, you know, in between those two. But, you know, that always tailors down to, you know, what the individuals will risk and how much they have. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. And that's what I took from the book. And then uh, I back to books again. If that's something that we want to explore, that's cool with me. I'm all about learning things. So anything entrepreneurial or financial is always my go to sort of thing. So I. The, those are my things. I mean, that's what I've spent the majority of my life dabbling in is entrepreneurialism, entrepreneurship, whatever ending letters you want to add to the word entrepreneur. 
Awesome. Yeah, I think uh, we've got some good options for, for that category as well. I'm excited to see what we go with. Shep, how about you? What are you interested in, in uh, getting after this next round? Just before I dive into this, uh, to continue with what that reminded me, you know, when you want to protect yourself, when I talk about that, just to take some, put some water in the mud for Sparky too. <laughs> it's like, when when you you feel you want to protect you need to protect yourself against someone the problem is the feeling you have if you get ready to for war you're preparing the war so i know if you say i know the guy wants to screw me i know this i know yeah the problem is you you become blind because the only thing the trigger you have inside it's I want to protect, I need to protect. So the intention to start is I need to protect. So without being aware of it, it's like full reptilian, full fear bases. And when you're a fear basis, you're fucking blind. You're creating the situation and you're putting oil on a fire without even being aware about that rather than just asking yourself, why uh, do I want to protect myself at the first place? And then you go behind the intention. So that's the weird, the weird thing is every time I have a feeling inside, I, if I move forward with it, I'm, I'm catching, I'm caught in it. If I, when I'm aware of my feeling inside, I need to go one step back. So I need to, go one step back of why would I protect myself? Who am I? Why, what do I want as an outcome? And then you see a brand new picture. So same fucking situation. And I have so many fucking real life shit business example I can share about. But when you just do exactly what I said, you, you, you go one step back and you say, okay, I'm looking at, let, let's say you go P3, you know, you're looking at P3, but it's more within yourself, go and step back. Why, what is the intention? Why do I want to protect myself? And then you can see what is the outcome, what I want to get from it. And there's something different, completely different. And the person maybe will try to screw you, but you'll be unfuckable with because you saw the game and you, you went one step back and the way you act, the way you are right now, it's not going to happen. That's plain and simple. But until you do it, until you open up your mind and you do one step back and you really go for it, you won't be able to see it because you may be stick again and I need to protect myself. That's that's very philosophical and very practical at the same time. It's easier when we have a real situation and we just question and just deal with it. That I'm always open for it. If anyone wants to challenge that, I just love that shit. So for Russ, the book, I agree with Sparky totally. I love the book. I think it's a great book. Uh, Russ was a great <laughs> inspiration. Yeah, I just think it's a, a great one. 
of course, when we talk about the iron levels, Russ is a visionary, is an artist. So when we talk about the sense, the purpose, the identity, the confidence, the beliefs, is on the top level of the pyramid. So people who are usually focused on the, the bottom level, which is, you know, the... Um, the skills, the environment. So when you st you stick with the environment, of course, there's a clash in between. That's normal because, but that's not at the same level. The discussion at that time. So I, I like, I love those those kind of books. And for the next book, I'm reading right now again, Body by Science. By the way, I just dropped it uh, in the comments. Okay. This is the book I've been talking about last time, and I'm reading it again. It's my third book in the past two, three weeks. I, I, don't, I don't count the time, but and I felt I want to go back in this one. Um, and that's the first time I'm listening to it, an audiobook, Body by Science. And it's pretty different than the one I read because it's very factual. It's, you know, based on science. And I love the guy because he's very fucking serious. He's fucking genius. I've been training people since he is 18 years old. And he's like, I'm killing it. He's deconstructing every beliefs. And he's, he's not talking about what he think. He's very, very factual. And I'm pretty sure Sparky you would love that fucking book. I was thinking about you when I, I listened to it. Was, fuck. And when... Nah, I dealt with enough anatomy. I don't give a shit about it. I'm pretty sure... Like, literally, I, I've done so much anatomy, I, I can't stand that shit anymore, to be honest. But if you ever read Buddy by Science, I challenge you, man, because I just can't believe you wouldn't like it. Because that's quite... I've been training myself a lot, a lot, with a lot of private trainer. Uh, to the level I was, I've, I've done the the Olympics with the firefighters, and I can tell you, when I read that book, it just fucking destroyed everything I taught. And that's that's the kind of book. It's very very impressive. I just love it. But anyways, guys, it's up to you. Um, I just highly recommend it. Just just so you see something different and the way he, he, he structured the book, the way he talk about stuff, it's pretty fucking impressive. I've learned a lot of stuff and that's now with the audiobook, it's pretty intense, pretty cool. The guy is uh, he, he's great, he's great. When, when I read a book and it's a lot of, science factual basis a lot of facts and a lot of fucking long name you know when they talk about science stuff and there's long names sometimes and when i read it i just skip the word you know i don't need to waste my time of you know like dmt if you want to read dmt uh, dimitriel or blah 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 so i skip the word and i say okay dmt fuck off but when you read the you listen to the book he's saying everything so that's pretty pretty intense and i yeah i, lo I love that book now, i'm pretty open to any kind of book 
maybe um, like you said, I go with it. Anyways, when I want to read something, man, I just fucking read it. So the the book for me, book club, the bamboo book time. It's more the discussion, the exchange, the connection all together, and uh, it's more that instead of the book itself because to be honest uh russ i read it two times you know the first week when we started it and then i don't need to read it I'm, i go with the flow with you guys and i i just like it mainly with laying the questions you put there i think it's pretty enough even though even if someone never read the book i think he can go with it but i understand the the purpose of the book i think it's good to read it of course but i'm always reading two three books at the same time anyways so uh, when i ride my car mainly and that's it so i can't wait to see which one you you'll pick guys uh, i'll go with the flow for this one maybe we can go i don't know that maybe rubber <laughs> maybe the movie rubber i don't know if they they made a book or it's based on a book i don't know <laughs> this is there wouldn't of... be many words if there was a book <laughs> uh, i'm excited too i i'm excited to see what we pick sparky before i get to the giveaways do you have one last uh russ book inspired or our more even more so our, our conversation inspired uh, extra media that we can dig into. I do. <laughs> I was actually waiting to see if you ask me or if we forget. <laughs> um, so I, I, I have two songs for today. I was actually looking for another because I, I try to give as many as I can. Um, but I, I have two main songs today. One He's by Scott Hellman again. I know I've discussed him in the past. Um, he's he's probably one of my favorite artists right now. He's, uh, I've kind of followed his career, um, and I, I really enjoy his music. Um, but it's one of his his original songs from his first album called Lion. And the book being about it's all in your head, the song The Lion deals with... Um, just the, just the lyrics are this is a summation of the lyrics are about dealing with your inner demons and facing your inner demons and um, him discussing that like one of the lyrics is the lions just around the bend um, and meaning that no matter how often you think you've conquered your demons, they'll always be there and you, you, you have to almost like confront them on a regular basis and, You'll never tame them, but um, just acknowledging their existence and and, um, and realizing that they're a part of you, sort of thing. Um, it goes a little bit more in depth uh, if you if you think about the um, the message behind the lyrics. But um, it, it's it's a very good song to help you kind of you know try and deal with your your demons to some degree. But another one that I've always liked since childhood. And um, it might be a little controversial um, because of who the artist is. Um, I was actually going to do another one with a controversial artist, but uh, I didn't want to go that route. But um, this one is Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. Um, 
just because we're we're trying to grow, we're trying to change as as doing these um, this bamboo book time, doing these books, we're learning and growing. And I think the the the, the lyrics behind that song um, are just it's a, it's a really good message. Um, I'm wanting to make a change, and I'm going to start with the man in the mirror. So basically. Um, before you try to change anyone else or try to change anything else in your life, uh, you should look at, at the, yourself in the mirror and um, see what needs to be changed in yourself and see how you can grow and adapt and um, evolve who you are. Um, and I think that goes with anything in life. And it goes with um, any kind of adversity you face or any kind of triumph you face um you should always be looking at the man in the mirror or in some <laughs> a woman or whoever the person in the mirror um you should be looking at the person in the mirror and um trying to make a change there before anything else um and i i, I just i really i've always liked that song it was one of my favorite songs when i was growing up i always liked michael jackson um, and I think that just the message that he's trying to, um, play off in that song is a really good one. Man, that was a great wrap up to the book, to the space. Ooh. And I pulled up man in the mirror to play us on the way out. I know I said I was going to play Russ song, but I just think you're absolutely right. This is a great message. And, uh, man, I'm an 80s kid. Just phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. Great song choice. And uh, <clears throat> I have a couple giveaways. But before I do those, I want to let you know this Friday, I'm going to do a Panda Space at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll get a link up here in the next couple days. I want to uh, do another little roundtable and... Uh, discussions slash announcements on our community based on health and fitness. I'm so excited, and this is so relevant. I am uh, right after this. I am hopping on a Discord video call with Health Hero. I am helping them troubleshoot their Discord bot. So they're very thankful. They're really cool. It's a pretty innovative uh, project. I've also thought about you know. God forbid if if they don't do well and the project isn't always around, we, we can uh, make use of other cool tools. But this is a really cool tool that Sparky found. They've got a bot. They've got a whole you know app uh, online, and they've got rewards of their own and badges and cool perks for uh, earning even their own crypto. It's pretty sweet. But the whole the whole uh, concept will help us build everything else uh, around cool tools. So I'm really excited. Uh, Sparky and Dap have kind of been the uh, yeah, the brain children, I guess, of, of getting this kicked off. I'm so thankful for that. So this Friday, I want to do a panda space about our health community. And uh, I wish so bad that the bot worked right off the bat because I was on a roll. I was really just in the zone. And uh, and then I, I 
ran into some troubles. They don't have any commands, so I can't even uh, get it get it started. So I'm helping them debug their Discord bot, um, and then we'll we'll be ready to go. But I'll have everything built. Uh, if by Friday we don't have that uh, that bot ready to go, we'll still have all the mechanics built around that with the channels and everything. And so I'm really excited about that. So I will be doing a video call with them right here after this space. Uh, I'll still try to hop into the Discord. If, if I miss a hangout tonight, we will be uh, talking on Friday about the health community that we're going to kick off. I know our community has always had our health and fitness uh, utility, but to take this to the next level and to really uh, be accountable for each other and to have a support system and to make it fun, I'm really, really stoked on this. So uh, this is a part of like my daily routine uh, anyways, and I'm excited to uh, essentially just, yeah, put put that energy into the community and uh, this bot is kind of cool. Once, once we get it working, it's, uh, pretty AI driven that it, it, I don't know, they might have a panel actually, because I've tested, you do these snaps and you get XP and it's, it's going to be pretty cool. You can just tag it right in the channel and then it, it gets integrated with your app and, uh, you take a picture of your food. They even have like money back cash back options on like healthy food receipts it's pretty interesting so i'm pretty excited to go over that sparky did you did you dig into that at all and and find it pretty interesting as well no um i was just gonna ask you if you could um hop into our, our discord just quickly before you do that call just talk about stuff real quick and then and then go yes sir yeah i'll do that that'll be perfect and uh other than that, next Monday, I want to uh, do a bamboo book time, but we will not have our book chosen yet. So I will have a theme picked out of what we will discuss that night. It'll be book-related uh, something, but I, I don't necessarily want to have a book report again, maybe on Wednesday. But uh, Monday, we'll still have a space, and it'll be bamboo book time uh, not book reports. I'm thinking about doing that on Wednesday. So come ready for some fun discussion on Monday. Uh, I'm thinking about doing kind of like a mashup of the books we've read and having a few questions on the tweet thread that will be geared towards uh, maybe one question or a few questions about each book we've read and just kind of have a uh, the four books we've read so far review, if that uh, makes sense. And then Wednesday, we'll uh, get kind of voting on the next book is when I want to start that round. So <clears throat> I learned in the past uh, that if we start the next round too early, it doesn't leave enough time for people to get their books ordered and delivered. So we might have just a, a week or two little hiatus as we go from this book to the next, and we don't know what it is, so we'll get it all figured out. And uh, I will keep you guys all posted on those details. So I have a winner. <clears throat> this is Karma, because Dap has not uh, got his toe app yet, and he's missed out on a bunch of giveaways. And I didn't do this on purpose, but Dap, you won the $10 giveaway for the space. Thank you for your answer, as always. Dap uh, answered here, the journey is the success. 
This implies that you gain experience at the least to self-improve and redirect yourself, hopefully one day achieve your goal. Certainly, in this way, in my line of work, you try until you figure it out, and then that becomes a knowledge tool. I love it. And uh, Twitter Picker showed you a little bit of karma love tonight. And uh, Super Spaces better be gifting a few more TOAP uh, qualifiers tonight. I know I'm going to have an angry mob after me if this goes on for too much longer. (laughs) So I do want to run the wheel. We've got... uh, Shep, C.A., Ryan, and Conquest. I I know Sparky's going to be on that list here soon. Pushing P. I don't know, showing up late. That super spaces, those qualifiers are strict, bro. So uh, we'll, we'll get a few more of you here on the, on the wheel. But hold on, let me turn the volume up. Let's run it. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got Ryan here on the list, so I've got to uh, hold on a minute. It refreshed. I had it right here. Shep, CA, Conquest. Oh my gosh. Is that it? Uh, who else are we missing here? Who else? I think that's it. One second. Let me double check here. The list of TOAP. I would hate to make a mistake on this one. Yeah, AJ, Ryan. I think this is the list for tonight. We got CA, Shep. Conquest, let's run it. Yeah, you only have six, so three are missing essentially. Okay, I'm gonna bump up the the time ten seconds so we have extra extra cool sound. Here we go. Oh boy, Conquest takes home the win tonight. Appreciate you, Conquest. Always always being here. He. obviously scooped up one of those toe apps real quick right when it launched so he's always here uh i always love having you come up on on the speaker panel as well my friend so i'm never gonna i'm never gonna push people i just miss everyone love to hear your voices but uh i appreciate everyone coming through we will meet again oh conquest he's he's coming up as speaker he took me serious This is great. Conquest, I never want to put pressure on people like that, and then I say shit like that, and I, I do. I I didn't mean to make you uh, feel pressured to come up. I love having you come up here, though. How are you, bro? Bro, you already know that I'm going I'm to come up here when you call me. I'll just be doing shit, but I'm I'm doing all right. From As far as from what I told you today, it, it started off a real shitty-ass day today. We, we had a real shitty day, but... It's good now. Like everything's all right. Like I told you, as long as she's happy, we're happy. So everything's good. Yeah, bro. I feel so bad for your situation and uh, travel. As amazing and awesome as it can be, can certainly turn headache real quick. Damn it! I'm sorry that didn't work out, bro. But hey, karma. I, I know I use that, and we even had that discussion about karma that one day where I really want to badly believe in it. <laughs> but no, bro, I think you uh, you got yourself a win tonight, so hopefully uh, you putting up and, and fighting through a, a tough day uh, made it all worth it. I love that you came up, bro. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, you know me. I'm going to come in here and listen. I may not talk all the time, but I am, I am going to make sure I'm here to listen. I was asked to come to another space, and I was like, nah, I'm, 
I'm going to the Pandemania space. But if I'm still awake, then I'll join y'all later. But yeah, this is priority. You know that. I love it. Thank you, good sir. Well, that's a wrap, my friends, on Russ and It's All in Your Head. Let's uh, get ready for another book, number five. <laughs> Sparky. All right, my friends, I'm going to roll us out with uh, Man in the Mirror. I do love this song. This brings back all sorts of fun memories as well. Let's rock it out. Have a wonderful night. Good rest of the week. It's kick ass. Gonna make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. As I turn up the collar on my favorite winter coat, this wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids in the street, not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind, pretending not to see them eat? I saw this disregard, a broken bottle top. Oh, yeah.
everybody make a change hey panda fam just a reminder if you like our content go ahead and follow us on twitter at pandamania underscore nft and you can join our live episodes thank you